podcast listener, even if you are alone in your entrepreneurial journey, know that today, right now in your earbuds, you are joined by thousands of entrepreneurs from all around the globe seeking to grow better, more profitable, location-independent businesses. If you'd like to learn more about what we do and download our entire back catalog, check out tropicalmba.com. Today I want to talk about tomatoes and how two tomatoes a day can change your life. It's for real. I'm going to post this one at tropicalmba.com slash two tomatoes. This is like a, a story that's been going on in the background of my life and really, you know, it made a difference for me and I want to share it with everyone today. So here's the story. But in order to get into it, I want you to imagine that project that you know you should get to that initiative you know you should initiate in your business that business idea that you're looking for time to execute on and imagine you know what it might mean for your life or for your business if you were able to get traction on and actually get that hard work done let's say we're going to talk about just one simple strategy for getting the projects done that are gonna make the difference in your life and in your career. And this can apply at all levels. And this is a lesson that I recently had to relearn myself when I had a crisis of confidence. And for those of you looking to get started or struggling with a new business, it's all the more important that you take proactive, productive steps forward and execute on your ideas. The projects that you imagine, those that move your business forward, those that force you to fight the resistance, as we talked about a few weeks ago, which is to push through all the distractions and all the things that people are giving you to do and doing the thing that only you know that you can do to move forward your business and your life. That's tough. That's tough at all levels, whether you're a successful entrepreneur, whether you're just getting started. We need strategies to be able to put aside the email, the phone calls, the people interrupting you and take steps forward on that. It could be anything in your life. It could be a new sales initiative that you need to focus on to bring new revenue into your business. It could be that book that you've been wanting to write for years. It could be an academic thesis. It could be implementing new team policies to create a real culture in your business. There's so many things that you need to be getting to. You know you need to be getting to. We all know it, but it becomes difficult. You have responsibilities and we're all busy. So we're going to talk about how tomatoes can help you today. Something I've been jokingly calling the two tomato strategy. It's so simple, but it made a difference for me. So here's the moment that I had this breakthrough, and I want to share that with you today. I was speaking with one of my best friends, and he's working on a really big project as well, which is his PhD thesis. And, you know, similar to the types of challenges that entrepreneurs face is like there's this enormous project to be done. If you finish it, it could potentially change your career. But life's getting in the way. And that's sort of where I was at. You know, I was getting a, a lot of positive encouragement to write this book, which eventually became Before the Exit. It's on Amazon now. You can pick up a copy. A lot of people were encouraging me to write a book. You know, listeners of this podcast have known that I've had the desire to write a book. And the problem is, is, you know, I got a lot going on. I got a lot of emails to respond to. I've got 
all kinds of business ideas coming across the table. We've got team meetings. I'm sure you can relate. You know, life is busy. We have responsibilities. And worse, I had failed so many times at writing this book in the past. And my concern was, hey, I'm going to interrupt all these responsibilities in order to run off and take a creative risk to write this book and potentially hurt those responsibilities in the process, I'm scared. And I don't want to go forward with that. And it's not just about creative projects like books. This could be that sales process that you really believe could make a difference in your business, but you can't make the time to implement it because you're too busy you know, doing the day-to-day of your business. And you don't want to risk things falling through the cracks for you to do this unproven vision that you have for your business that could take it to the next level. So how do we make room for those visions, for those creative projects, for the next step in our lives and career? The breakthrough came for me when I was describing all this stuff to my friend, Bob, who's writing his thesis. And he said to me, you know what, Dan, why don't you just spend an hour a day on it? And look, it's a simple idea, but it was the timing that made the difference for me. I heard it at the right time because I thought to myself, you know what? There's no excuse for not finding one hour in a day. Carve that out of time that I'm wasting elsewhere and put it into a project that could potentially help me take the next step in my life and business. And it occurred to me that one hour is about two Pomodoro sessions. So if you don't know what the Pomodoro technique is, I'm going to take a brief second to describe it. It was invented by Francesco Cirello. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, in the late 1980s. And he had a tomato kitchen timer. And what he would do is he would twist it to 25 minutes and he would select a focused task and he would just stay uninterrupted focused for 25 minutes. He would take a five-minute break and then set it again to 25 minutes and go again. You know, 100% focused, no email, no phone, just moving your life, your project, your business forward in a focused way. Francesco was Italian, and tomato in Italian is Pomodoro. So this became known in productivity circles as the Pomodoro technique. And I use the Pomodoro timer at tomato-timer.com. And what I thought to myself was like, look, there is no excuse for finding room in my day for two tomatoes, right? I can still be responsible. I can still run my business. I can still take care of broader life responsibilities, but I just got to sneak these two tomatoes in, you know, and I don't got to tell everybody about them or let them interrupt other things in my life. I just got to stay dedicated and find room for two tomatoes. And there isn't anybody listening to this that can't find the room for two tomatoes. By the way, I just love calling them tomatoes. So I'm going to stick with that. And so we're going to talk about how we can put this to work for us. One more thing before I get into some tomato tips about how you can execute this two tomato process to sort of move your business forward. One of the things that this helps battle against is like projects that really move your business forward tend to take more energy than can be supplied from like a brief productivity burst or like a quote hustle session or like a really good productive week where everything's lining up and you're firing on all cylinders. You know, there's this kind of idea that entrepreneurs can tend to be cyclical and they go back and forth and you have like a really great few days. And this like 
dismisses all that because I believe that most of the things that are meaningful projects that are really going to make a difference, like hiring and training a team and installing a culture, writing a book, you know, finishing your PhD thesis, installing a new marketing program and team. These aren't things that you can get hyped up for and finish in just a few days or a week. And again, that's the challenge because the moment that you can't get it done in a day or in a long haul plane flight or in a week where you push aside everything else, all of a sudden that fear can creep in. I certainly felt that. Look, I wasn't going to be able to finish a book in a week or two. I knew that. I was going to need to distribute this risk, this time over many weeks and months. And what I found was by following this two tomato strategy, I was able to keep making that consistent day over day progress that ultimately, in my case, manifested in a published book on Amazon that you can read today. And hopefully in your case, it can do something similar to take that step forward, you know, even though you've got a lot going on. So that's essentially all the two tomato strategy is, is it's fundamentally identifying that project that's a long-term, relatively long-term project, a high impact project that will move your business or life forward, and then dedicating two tomatoes a day. That is two 25-minute focused working sessions a day. And I hope that sounds totally doable because it is. There's not a business that doesn't benefit from friendly, live customer support on the phone. And many of us are missing that chance to connect with our customers and to bring in new ones. That's where Ruby receptionists come in. They guarantee that all your calls will be answered by a live, friendly team of remote receptionists, giving you the freedom and flexibility to work the way you want. Ruby's mobile app and customer site keep you informed and in control wherever you go. And their charming live receptionists help you secure customers and build trust. All you need to run your business is Ruby and a cell phone. From their offices in Portland, Oregon, Ruby delivers exceptional experiences to your callers by answering calls live in English or Spanish, transferring calls, taking messages, addressing common questions, making follow-up calls, and more just like an in-house receptionist at a fraction of the cost. Most importantly, they sound like you're sitting in your office. To learn more and to get started, visit us online at callruby.com. Or better yet, give them a call, 855-389-LIVE. Check it out for yourself. Call 855-389-LIVE. Big thanks to Ruby Receptionist for sponsoring the TMBA podcast. Let's talk about some tomato tips. Let's talk about how to actually implement this. The first tomato tip is to have a clear project scope. One of the reasons I was having trouble with my creative project was that I thought about the concept very broadly. All that changed for me when I had something very simple to say and I could articulate it clearly. And this can work over a broad range of projects. Essentially, I had a very clear thesis. I understood what it was that I wanted to test, what it was that I wanted to do. For me, it was this simplicity at the beginning that made all the difference. Now, the simplicity can be kind of a risk 
Because with a lot of creative projects, you know, it can be more comforting to have some wiggle room there. We'll see where I get to. I'm not quite sure what my thesis is going to be. I'll explore marketing ideas. Instead, I encourage you to have a clear idea at the outset of your project. So specifically with my book, my original concept that failed was this idea of the thousand day principle. This is popular blog post that I wrote and people give me positive feedback on it. And I thought, wow, why don't I write a book that expands on this idea and broadens it? Okay. So now you've got this thousand day principle and then what would happen after your thousand days? And then how can we tie that all together into a theory of starting businesses and stuff? And I really struggled with that concept because it was broad. I wasn't clear. I couldn't just say what it is. If I were to go back and do it again, I could clarify. Instead of going broad, I would go deep and stay focused. And I would encourage you to think about what this might mean in your project. In my case, it meant very simply, the thousand-day principle states that if you're going to start a business, on average, it'll take you about three years to replace your income from your business that you had in your professional career. And that can be really difficult. Now, if I'm going to write a book now, the clarity of my concept is going to be to focus on that, go deep into it, and buttress that thesis, flesh out that thesis, and that's what I have to say. And knowing what I have to say, and knowing what I want to do at the outset, even if I'm taking a risk, and I don't know if it's going to work out, that clarity and simplicity and focus at the beginning made a big difference. And if you're struggling to find that clarity in your project, my advice is just to simplify. Get it down to the very most basic thing that you can confidently say that you're going to execute. Tomato tip number two. If you're going to use this two tomato strategy and find your two tomatoes throughout the day, and by the way, you can split them up. You know, that's the interesting thing about this mindset is like you sneak these tomatoes in. Sometimes you might have to leave a dinner because you have another tomato to have for dessert, for example. I think a great idea using the two tomato strategy is to put this into 90-day time frames. This is something that Taylor Pearson, the author of The End of Jobs, suggested to us in his productivity episode, which we'll link up to in the show notes of this one. Now, this 90-day timeline would work best if you can make it a public commitment, whether that's to bring your sales figures to your business partner or to your board, whether that's to bring your new marketing campaigns results to your mastermind, or whether that's to submit the final draft of your new book to your publisher, find a way that you can publicly commit to a 90-day project timeline and make it be bigger than your own mind. This is actually something that in 90 days you're going to deliver to a third party who's going to hold you responsible for it. You can use relationships, accountability partners, you can use money, however you can do it hold yourself to that commitment. I think there's a real question here as to how realistic can you be about these timeframes? Be realistic about it. How many tomatoes are you going to have to give to this project? What kind of project can you get done in those 90 days? And that's for you to explore and discover. Tomato tip number three, find a tomato buddy, preferably somebody who is also tomatoing concurrently. This was a huge deal for me. Honestly, when we came up with this, like, hey, just give it an hour a day thing, I would call my tomato buddy Bob up every day and I would say, how are your tomatoes doing? 
Are you waffling away your time on social media or in your inbox? Or are you working on your hashtag destiny? We would prod each other. We would encourage each other. We would evaluate each other's time spent on our projects and asking each other, you know, was it time well spent? Are we moving forward? Are we sticking to that 90-day plan? One of the things Bob did was he kept a journal where he actually wrote down the progress of each of those Pomodoro sessions so that he could review, you know, whether or not he was using his time wisely and, you know, contributing to this project that he really believes in his case, his obviously his academic thesis, his PhD, he feels like that's going to make a big difference in his life. He wants to make sure he's being productive. Tomato tip number four, I recommend personally sticking to the two tomatoes every day, five days a week, and take the weekends off. I think downtime is important for sort of assimilation and reflection and refactoring your project and making sure that when you come back fresh on Monday, that you're really moving the needle with that productive time you're putting into your project. Maybe a younger version of myself wouldn't be so stoked about this. And here's the thing, and it's happened to me during my book project, is that you know, you do two sessions and you're on a roll. Sure, do another one, do a third, do a fourth, do a fifth. And that's, of course, the punchline that can happen if you put aside a little bit of time and you make it a consistent routine over weeks and over months, you'll get better at this. You'll get better at moving forward. But it's all about being consistent at the beginning. And that's why I think it's important to just focus on something that's minimally viable, which everyone can find these two Pomodoro sessions somewhere in their busy lives. One of the things about this, you know, like you hear a lot of productivity gurus talk about this kind of stuff and they present things in an ideal world. You know, look, the world is an ideal. Your business is an ideal. You're going to fight fires. One of the things that people commonly say is that you should like wake up first thing in the morning. You should, you know, meditate and then don't look at anything and do your productive work. And if that works for you, more power to you. What I found with myself and with a lot of people that I talk with like mentally, that doesn't work very well if you've got a lot of other things going on as well. And let's face it, not all of us are just working on one project. You know, you got a job, you might have employees, you might have a family, you might have like a lot of different things going on in your life. And if any one of those things is off kilter, then it's going to be tough for you to like really be focused for an hour a day on this important project. So one of my recommendations is to take like a 15 minute triage before your creative sessions, if you need it, to make sure that everything's managed. That could mean anything from checking your email to calling your team. Whatever that is for you, you know, I would say feel free to like get yourself in a space where you feel like the other responsibilities in your life are good, at least for the time being, that then you can go have a productive 25 minutes on your project. And I say this too because like I think if we make these things too idealistic, and we fall out of the routine, that's where the troubles come. It's the routine of actually doing these two tomatoes every day, every weekday of your working life. It's going to add up. It's going to compound. It's going to move things forward. All right, tomato tip number five, don't be so hard on yourself. You're going to screw up, you know? But don't lose faith in your tomatoes. Don't lose faith in the power of the two tomato strategy in your life of putting those two tomatoes together every single working day and having that roll up over time. If you have a couple of bad days, don't worry about it. Don't get off track. 
circle back and get back to the simple basics. Why don't you just spend an hour a day on it? An hour a day certainly is not going to get in the way of the other responsibilities that you have in your life. And you owe it to yourself to see what's on the other side of that project that you believe could take things to the next level. Now, one of the interesting things that you can do when you take this two tomato strategy and you implement the tomato tips and you start doing that as a routine on a regular basis, you can start to do project planning by the tomatoes. Of course, ideally, if you're a business owner, you want to get your staff activated as much as you can. And it might be the case that many of you listening today would actually spend this creative time on team building, team training, culture building, and things that infuses your staff with the ability to work in this creative manner and to build your business on your behalf, to move things forward for your customers. But I contend in all of our lives, there's still going to be room for the thing that only you can see, that only you can do. And you can use the two tomato strategy to map out these 90-day productivity windows and actually plan. Maybe if you kept the journal from your last 90-day period, you can sort of break down projects in 90-day timeframes and estimate how many tomato sessions it's going to take you to get to where you want to go. I hope hearing about my two tomato journey, we've been making jokes about it. Like we send uh, t-shirt designs like, let's catch up later. I'm tomatoing. I just think of these ideas of hiding these tomatoes, sneaking these tomatoes in at different parts of your day. It's just sort of a funny little meme that I've been joking about with my friend. And but I wanted to share this with you guys today in the hopes that it could spark a little fire, give you a little encouragement to take that risk, but you don't have to risk so much. Just put aside an hour a day, every weekday, to go after your destiny, let's call it that, like to go after that thing that you believe could be the big next step for you. I encourage you to take one small step forward every day, make a public commitment to do so, and let's see where it takes you in three months' time. If you want to check out the show notes and the resources mentioned in this episode, check out this post at tropicalmba.com slash two tomatoes. And thanks for joining us. We'll be back next Thursday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Tropical MBA podcast. You can go to tropicalmba.com, get access to hundreds of back episodes and all kinds of other goodies. Load up your iPod. That is the cheapest way to fly business class on your next international flight. We will see you next Thursday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.